I'm good, sir. Yep. <laughs> I look for the holes made by the tiny squirrels. <laughs> a little bit of fit. Yeah. Where we go? You're ravenous, guys. Come on now. <laughs> Such a good movie. Jesus when... and the Christ. Come on now. You know, one of my heroes out of the past is Floyd Get my, Barber. <laughs> get my, get my rock off. You were set up. Tame this monolith monster. <laughs> I want you to monolith to me. I got things to say. <laughs> This is Dr. Tar and beyond. This is Professor Father. This is the Midnight This is Dr. Head. And I am blonde. <laughs> the Blue Fuzz. <laughs> and you are listening to. Unsane Radio. Radio. And beyond. And 13 chapters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Blue Fez, take it away. Ah, greetings, fellow inmates. Today's therapy session, we're going old school cool. We're going to be talking about movie cereals. Not the kind you put in a bowl and pour milk over. Not like blueberry, that's the best. We're talking about the old movie cereals of the last century yes uh for those of you who don't know what a movie serial is we go all the way back to silent cinema uh they used to develop these stories in segments chapters one through as dr tar said 13 <laughs> sometimes uh, they're about 15 minutes long good way to get people into the theater on a repeat basis and it kind of continued that way all the way into the sound era, and uh, then they started making them uh, more for the kids on uh, Saturday, for Saturday afternoon shows, Saturday matinees. They used to call them a nickel show. My uh, grandfather used to tell me stories about going to the Saturday matinee. His dad would give him money if he won at the card games the night before, which I'm like, no, oh, this is going somewhere. And uh, he'd go see uh, Flash Gordon at the, the cinema. Buy, buy a ticket, buy a box of jujubes, lick them and stick them all over his face and pluck them off while watching the movie, which <laughs> brought up more questions than I cared to, <laughs> care to ask at the time. But yeah, so this is a this is a format that, you know, this is before television, uh, this, you know, right around the radio era where you take the story and you break it up and get people back in the theater. And, I you know, many of us uh, either remember them from when they brought them back. Uh, either into the theaters, you know, in, in the 50s or on television. I remember watching a lot of these on Sunday mornings. Uh, we each have our favorites. Uh, and there were, and serials went all over the place. There there were Westerns, a lot of Westerns, because they were cheap to shoot. Um, science fiction, crime, horror, uh, comic book characters. Uh, it, it, it ran the gamut. There was all a bunch of them. And so today I thought we'd talk about our favorite. Now, I've got my personal favorite, and that's a bit of a soapbox for me, so I'll wait till the end. But uh, let me hand the the electrified baton over to the Midnight Gadfly and see what he thinks. 
Well, I think uh, my favorite cereal and the one that I watched the most was uh, Flash Gordon, uh, which is what our intro music was from. Um, and I remember watching those. Those would come on at like 11 or 11.30 at night, um, you know, especially during the summer on television that was not cable. We had to move the actual antenna around to try to get what we <laughs> wanted to see and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I really like those. And I've re- revisited those over the years uh, multiple times, um, you know, and to the point where I don't even know what's the first one and what, you know, what series is what, you know, Buster Crab, all that kind of stuff. Um, but those are my favorite uh, only because the cheesy effects um, the crazy overacting um, and the fact that most serials have that kind of hero or heroine who's like well defined well defined above and beyond they're like <laughs> they're like the athletic champion they're also the intellectual champion they're they're like everything there's the Mary Sue you know of uh, any kind of story um, so yeah I really love that and I still to this day any incarnation of uh, Flash Gordon I will read, watch, whatever. You know, it ju- doesn't matter. It's an archetype I just automatically gravitate towards. Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I said. Jake, gravitate towards? Gravitate. Watch me pull a rabbit out of my crab. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. That's the one I, I grabbed the, the low hanging fruit, Flash Gordon. I don't think it's low hanging at all. I that was one I was going to talk about yeah. too. The one I've seen most of all is the Flash Gordon, and I grew up watching it. I grew up reading the comic strips in the newspaper and and you know reading it and following along. And then it was like third grade or something during the winter time. There were days where it was supposed to be too cold or we couldn't go out because of the weather. They would uh, get us in the gym and they would show us these Flash Gordon. You know the serials. We'd get like an eighteen-minute chapter. That's you know, pretty cool. And it was yeah. It was just, this was the uh, the year. I think probably right around the year of the. I don't know. Anyway, I remember watching it that way. And they first. were held in a glass emergency case, just in, just in <laughs> yeah. case the weather got bad. And, Quick. Um, you know, on the big screen, you know, with the flicker of of film, you know, and it was just great fun because you loved the special effects. And I did. I thought they were great. I mean, I knew they were cheesy, and they had like the sparkler at the end, and that sound that electrical. That was what is it? Uh, the, the the sound that buzzing is it a fairway tower? Is that what it's called? Something like that. They make the crackling air sound. Oh, yeah, but it was great fun. Or a I mean, it ladder. still is. You know, you know, you know, and, uh, you know my Jean Rogers is Dale Arden. I'm sorry, she was pretty hot. She was in a frizzy hair yeah. kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, my takeaway is you cannot sit and watch all these at once. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. It, yeah, three yeah. hours of, of that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's no, why they put I, him in I 18 really minute chunks. You can it. take I, it for 18 I, minutes. I, you can handle it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I mean, you do, You can't. I like the idea of going to see, you know, you see that segment and then you can't see any more of it. But yeah, it, yeah, it was interesting. It, 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 it's fun stuff. You can see, yeah, all the archetypes of everything. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I like it. I like the original Buster Crab one. What is that? The, mm-hmm. when they that had was the a Flash Death. Gordon and then Flash Gordon's trip to Mars and then Flash Gordon conquers the universe. And those were like in the 40s or whatever they were. Right? 1936 yeah. uh, for the first one, 38 for the trip to Mars and 40 for conquers the universe. And they get the, they get the more Robin Hood look. 
in the later ones, didn't I? What do we have in the wardrobe that we can use? <laughs> hey, Mort. <laughs> well, we got that Robin Hood stuff. Yeah, <laughs> let's go for that. Let's go with that. Thank goodness you guys need a Western who can say all kinds of catchphrases. <laughs> Here in Western Ming, Mongo or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Western Mongo. And uh, the, uh, what is it, the 80s movie uh, by Dino De Laurentiis or whatever is, uh, I love that Flash movie. Did Flash you? Gordon. Yeah, I did. Um, Flash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you got to do it? You just had to do it. Yeah, you had to do it, you know. You have to do it. Right, and then you see the routine from Blades of Glory. <laughs> well, and, well, okay, so the, one of the grossest scenes in movies from that time was the tilting platform with the blades coming out, and the dude with the mask, uh, uh, you know, like gets oh. impaled, and his tongue comes flailing out of his uh, <laughs> mask. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was really gr- gross. You know, you're like going, "Oh, that's like one of those silly putty machines." You know? <laughs> Clayton or something. Oh, like play- that? I'm sorry, Play-Doh. Not- oh. Yeah, yeah, what was his name? Yeah, and, and he had a great voice. Whoever the dude that was acting that and had the voice, awesome. Yeah, I don't, yeah. There's a, um, I think there was a documentary on uh, the flat, the the '80s Flash Gordon movies. Yes, there Netflix is. or Amazon. Yeah, it's really and good. It, yeah, I've not he, seen he was that. interesting to is listen it, to. Do you know it? Which where is it? It's on Amazon. Oh, uh, okay. Most of those crazy things, like uh, you know, like Doomed. It. Uh, the fantastic. Yes, program. that's a good oh, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta, that is a really good. I think we talked about that a little bit, but um, yeah, yeah. So that's the serial that really sticks out to me. The only one recently that I watched was the Hidden Shadow or the the Vanishing Shadow or something like that. It's on uh, Prime, where the guy can turn invisible, but his shadow is still there. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I started oh. watching. <laughs> wow. and, and they do that's like this cheesy. Uh, oh, the yeah, the 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 recaps. Shadow. Yeah, yeah, the the animated shadow. They have, they have the recaps, and then when you watch the next episode, you see the last five minutes of the previous episode. You know, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is a a, yeah. a serial norm. Yeah, norm. Yeah, it is serial norm. It, but then, like the 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 woman in that is very homely. I don't think she's at all tra- attractive. And then the guy has like the biggest uh, set of teeth I've ever seen in my life, uh, with the pencil. Thin mustache. Maybe the pencil's thin mustache makes his teeth look really big. I don't know. Well, on a on a Charlton Heston scale of teeth, what are we talking about here? A Charlton Heston. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> look at my damn teeth, you damn <laughs> God damn you! Damn you all! I constantly need Hell. to gnaw on things. <laughs> I'm gonna grit my mouth so you can see all my seventeen teeth. <laughs> all right, so that's mine. Who's next? Uh, I tried to watch a little bit of Captain Midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I watched a couple of mm-hmm. chapters. Yeah, and yeah, pretty much. It was cool. Yeah. What is Captain Midnight? Oh, he's like a spy buster guy. What, what during year? World War, like, uh, what? What year? What year is that? 30, 38 maybe? Something like that. I, I don't know. But anyway, in he's that, like... In that time period. The saboteurs. He's always fighting saboteurs. <laughs> The saboteurs. <laughs> and he oh, fired around yes, in his plane and yeah, didn't yeah. It's kind of like spy buster. But it's yeah, whatever. it's it's a good serial. I mean, yeah. if you like serials, it's a good serial. Yeah, I haven't uh, I've not seen that Snap, one, but Snap Crackle Pop. So it was actually made in the thirties, forties, what? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not, not very specific on that one, but yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty kind of hard to tell sometimes. But I think that's what it is because I use so much stock footage from everything else that I yeah. can't. I think it's from the late 30s. I'll say that. Watch it's probably 1945. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's mine. I've seen some other ones. Mysterious Island. Do you ever see that? That was like one of the last ones made. That was like 51. I've never I mean, seen that one. No, yeah. I've not seen that one yet either. That was on, uh, I have a uh, Sam Katzman collection, and that happened to be like a short they had on one of the discs. It was like a chapter so-and-so from Mysterious Island. It was like 1951, but I think it was like literally the last serial ever made in Hollywood. Oh, really? Yeah. 51? Yeah. I think it is. That, no, that could be. I don't really know. Because yeah, that stuff. I knew it was. That's a bad it, it was going out but it because was TV anyway. was coming in, right? Yeah. And it looked TV like stuff the, on. It looked like stuff on TV. That, wouldn't that by some band TV killed, killed the serial by Serial Head, something like that? <laughs> oh, right. Has anyone the seen the Phantom serial about 1943? Oh yeah. That's uh, yeah. I, I that was probably my favorite. Or yeah, my favorite character growing up, the serial character, the pulp character, was the Phantom, and I just seen this very recently, um, maybe last year or something like that. And what I loved most about it is it was really faithful to a lot of the, the things that made Lee Falk's character great. And um, they had the scene, the kind of the heartbreaking scene of the transition between the uh, old Phantom and then his sons passing on the mantle as the old Phantom, you know, kind of gets ready to pass away, and now the uh, his son takes over for him but they, they they were very faithful in that but that's uh you know that's a it's a great fun 40s action the purple you know, lots of jungle action and yours. excitement you know uh. with ivory <laughs> traders and stealing stealing uh getting some pieces of ivory back you know and gangs and stuff it's fun yeah i, I still you know i think you know uh gadfly and i remember seeing the uh the, the Phantom remake that they did with uh, Billy, Billy Zane, Dane. Oh, which, that's so uh, which good. I still love that. I still love that movie, but even as much as I love the movie, I, the concept still is just like, okay, so you live in the jungle <laughs> and you wear the outfit. What are you trying to hide? I just I don't, I still don't quite get it, but you know, it's ghost who walks, man. But he's not a <laughs> ghost. Okay. What he's ghost got a skull. Come on. What? What uh, ghost uh, wears kind of like the golden shorts. bat? No, wait a minute. It, what is this? A ship full of women? Women? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the one of the best lines in that. Movie. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> he comes down that uh, that that air duct chute, lands. Yeah. What is this? A ship full of women? Yeah, well, and it's a uh, and Treat Williams really makes that movie. Yes. I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's oh. so over the top as a good villain. You know, villain. Oh, that Persitis is acting up. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, what 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 ghost is wearing striped shorts on the outside? Seriously, <laughs> anything in Scooby Doo, and, <laughs> and, and me. Right. Well, no, it, well, it's interesting because you you talk about the Phantom being your favorite. Um, yeah. If you guys don't mind me dovetailing from that to oh, ahead, mine, because the Phantom, uh, which was forty three, starred Tom Tyler as the Phantom who was also uh, the lead in my favorite, The Adventures of Captain Marvel. And when I say Captain Marvel, I'm not talking about Marvel's Captain Marvel. We're talking about the original Captain Marvel, which you most of you might know as Shazam current day. That's a soapbox for another time. I'm not going to get on that. Um, <laughs> he was the mummy, so, too. <laughs> yeah, right. So 
yeah, Captain Marvel, Adventures of Captain Marvel is 1941, starring Tom Tyler as, well, we'll just call him Shazam so we don't confuse everybody. Um, that's personally my favorite because, in my opinion, that is like the first superhero movie that was made. And it's not entirely faithful to the, the source material, but it's pretty darn close and they they take it fairly seriously and it's also got some of the the better special effects of the period uh, especially of the serial genre uh, republic pictures being one of the better studios uh, to crank out serial content they they didn't skimp on uh, the visual effects they had the uh the lidecker brothers howard and theodore working for them doing the miniatures and they also did the um paper mache model of tom tyler in in a flying position and they would they would roll it down the roll it down the wire Hold but still, the way that they would shoot it <laughs> you, you kind of you bought it you're looking at i remember the first time i saw that as a kid i'm looking at going okay how the hell did they do this and, and then i realized okay it's definitely on a wire but what's going down the wire and then digging into these guys i found out that yeah it's all paper mache the thing weighed about 15 pounds um, but they they were just really good because they they worked out when you did model work what scale you had to to make the models work under natural light and then you know and and shoot at the proper speed to get it to look like it was full size and, and you know Which that com combined with the, the just the really good story and the acting made for a great serial. Which is why you see all those effects used like in the middle every other serial afterwards. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the light deckers. Yeah, they, they were. Oh my I god. Mean, yeah. They were pretty prolific in Hollywood. Way I think into the sixties. Did they? As far as special the effects separate? go. Um, but yeah, no cat. Yeah, it was funny because I discovered Captain Marvel kind of late as a kid. I, I hadn't seen it when I was younger. I was was got into a teen, and then saw them. And then it wasn't until I was an adult when somebody I forget might have been Anchor Bay entertainment put the entire serial on dvd and i was like oh and i get to see the whole thing and i'm like you know tar to your um to your point serials shouldn't be watched in one sitting because then <laughs> after you get to like the third one you're like okay whose life ends on a cliffhanger every 20 minutes I'm like come on enough of this already you, you gotta you gotta space it out but I, I was i was just surprised at how well done um captain marvel was and how pretty faithful to the character and i mean tom tyler he made a great phantom he was great in uh captain marvel he did a lot of westerns too and he's a native of the area he's from hamtramck michigan and that one looked like it was made at the right time too you know what i mean yeah. it just has that everybody was into it he looks the part it, it just yes. yeah it, 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 it is Kind of neat for one of the first superhero movies, yeah. Yeah, and and Republic was chasing after um, Superman. They were trying to do a, a Superman serial. They they couldn't get the rights to do it, and so they're like, "Well, screw you guys. We'll go to Fawcett." And Fawcett's like, "Hell yeah, let's do this." And yeah. uh, Columbia ended up doing Superman, and they, I you know, I'm not I'm not going to knock Superman because that was um, oh, I can't Kirk Allen, yeah. Kirk Allen was a great Kirk. Superman, but you know, that the whole thing, whenever he'd fly and it would turn into a cartoon, you're like, wait, what the hell? No, okay, kinda like, whatever. Kind of like Gamera did when it flew away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and you just tell, if you compare Superman and Captain Marvel, they're, 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 there's no contest. Captain Marvel is a superior product from start to finish. Captain Marvel is fantastic. Until I get... only discovered, really discovered it in, like in the last, within the last decade. And it is so much fun to read. And so, the witty and charming and and doesn't take itself so very seriously at all and that's what i love about it, it uh 
has that really literally the kid sensibilities because you know you have that kid main character so yeah it's it's marvelous reading oh yeah yeah the old shazam yeah it is and and interestingly enough he was out selling superman at the time i think four four titles to one and he was they Mm -hmm. Fawcett was crushing national periodic publications i think at the time that's what dc was known as they were killing them and uh yeah that's why we got the whole uh one of the reasons why they dc went after them to get the character shut down because they were infringing on their cash cow so what uh, exactly so what about uh professor feather cereals yes cereals There was a series made in the late 30s and into the 40s. I think maybe there were three sets, um, and they were Zorro serials. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, the first one was Zorro Rides Again, and then like Zorro's <laughs> Fighting Legion. And then the one I want to talk about more than any of them, uh, it came out in like 1944, and stars Linda Sterling. Oop, there you go. That's a little. That's a little. You know, uh, hint right there. It's called Zorro's Black Whip. Ooh. Ra- yeah, rated X at the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but excuse me, while I whip this. These, out. That's a, supposed to be a Z. Can <laughs> <laughs> somebody help that poor masked man? Um, shh, that's a surefire way to get him killed. <laughs> These are all Republic serials. Uh, and they were kind of a, a series, but this one was called Zorro's Black Whip. Um, there is no Zorro in this series. Uh, Republic couldn't do it because somebody else in the year, bef- you know, a couple years before or something, had used the Zorro character, and you know, so they just could still use the name somehow. Uh, but there just is no Zorro in the in the serial, which I so it's I, just about his whip. It's so about it's it's, so it's, it's, a, a it's about this, it's about this black this black clad uh, female Zorro type character called the Black Whip. I see. And she does mm. use and she does use her, use her whip. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, I, so I just recently so watched this. So she's a this. zero Zorro. So um, and then she's the Black Whip. And I will say that I'm you know probably. Hey, watched more. <laughs> I've probably watched more serials than all of you people put together so far, because I, I've been. You a, saw I've in the been, theater I've been, at the drive-in. I saw him at the drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> Stole my line. <laughs> no, I mean I've been watching him for you know for a long, long time. Been aware of him and and you know had access to him you know, quite quite a bit. So. Just serials in general just always fascinated me. I don't know why, but they did. What's the Rocket Men to the Moon? Um, is that what it was called? Rocket Men to the Moon? Remember with Rocket oh, Man? Oh, the Radar Men. Radar, they, radar they, Men. They, they called it so yeah, many right, things. Yeah, it was yeah. the same word. Radar Men of the Moon or whatever. Uh, what was that? Uh, That's a, I like that one really well. What was the Satan's Robots or whatever? What, what was that? <laughs> with the robot. Yes. With the big robot oh, with the yeah, axe. Yeah. Uh, with the airmen. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the, the interesting the interesting thing about uh, serials is that that turned into television. I mean, that's really what uh, television became for a while was having you know episodic episodic things yeah. that continued and you know maybe have a cliffhanger, 
um, you know, the, 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 the most magnificent cliffhanger I ever experienced was Dallas. Who shot JR? I Come remember on. Remember that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I it was total bullshit. I only watched yeah. it because the man from Atlantis was on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hagley, <laughs> I can swim like that. I have gills. <laughs> kind of like uh, the deep. Finger fuck up. I'm sorry. Whoa! <laughs> There's our explicit tag right there. <laughs> You can just poop that one out. I I, I, I didn't hear it. (laughs) Right after the right after the black whip, it involved digits and gills. (laughs) Meaty digits and slimy gills. Speaking of cliffhanger, there was a movie or a TV show called Cliffhanger. Yep, cliffhanger. Yes, in the seventies or eighties, I think. Oh, they're like really cheesy. And they had four stories yes. in it. There was a, I remember there was a Western, uh, and then there was a werewolf story, which is the one I was really most excited about. Um, and I, I don't remember the other two. Did you, any of you no, guys remember watching I that? know what you're talking about, but yeah, you're right. I don't know. Well, I mean, Didn't we, the werewolf one get its own? You know, two of the biggest movies that we have are based on serials, which is Star Wars and uh, Indiana Jones, right? Absolutely. Um, yes. yep. So what was, the, were, there were two television shows on in the 80s. Uh, something about the brass monkey or something was it? Oh te- no, tales of the gold monkey. Was gold that monkey with, was uh, it Bruce Boxleitner? No, it it no, it was either him or the guy that played um, uh, command cap or Captain Decker in the Star Trek the motion picture. Um, that oh, be might, yeah, I know who you're talking about. What, there was a, what was the other one? There were two. Jeffrey Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but there was Tales of the uh, the Gold Monkey, but there was another one. There was another series that was uh, on at that same time. Monkeys yeah. surface again. <laughs> <laughs> See, it all comes. They're back. pervasive. Well, the, Stephen Collins, old Lancelot, young Indiana Jones. Yeah. Is that for monkey or sorry? <laughs> oh, that had the evil monkey in it. Indiana Jones, the stole the, you know, the evil. Monkey. Yeah, oh, it, that's yep. that's my the story of my uh, bad da- dates. dating life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bad dates. <laughs> I blame it on the evil monkey. <laughs> bad dates. <laughs> Why are you still single, Indiana? Bad dates. Bad dates. <laughs> bad dates. <laughs> All right. So hey, Sean. Any, yeah. It was called "Bring Him Back Alive." That was the one with Bruce Boxleitner. Okay, yeah, I knew there was something with him. And Cindy Morgan and Ron O'Neill. Well, and Bruce Boxleitner is from uh, Tron, right? Yes. And he's also what was he was on some other show? Babylon Five. Wasn't Babylon, he? Okay, Babylon Five. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always forget he was on that because uh, it also had Jeffrey Combs. So I mean, when Jeffrey Combs <laughs> is there. He's awesome. Yeah, nobody else is there. <laughs> okay, do we, we animate have, a scene. Do we have any last words on serials? Anybody? There's a lot of them on YouTube. Just go look for them and enjoy them. If you've never watched any of these, they're great fun. Right, and if you're in Pittsburgh, it's Yun's Tube. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's go. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Is that racist? Hey!
I would like to plug Furios. It's space. <laughs> it's spacist. It's neither it's here nor there. <laughs> it's a roomie. This is Talk to Talk. This is Professor Void Patrol Feather. I salute you, sir. This is the Midnight Sneak Machine Gadfly. And this is Dr. Void My Bowels Head. <laughs> I don't want to follow that. <laughs> Who would? You're gonna. The thing you should say is. Bwong. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna gonna have, now. no, I'm no, I'm, I'm no, I've got to go clean my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Okay. Long to the future. <laughs> and this the adventures of a hypoallergenic blue fez. <laughs> How can something so right be so wrong? <laughs> All right, and you are listening to Save Me. Turn in next week. Radio <laughs> for Chapter Thirteen. Insane Radio at Gmail dot com. Yes. The email is flooding in, folks. <laughs> A dudding in. Thank you. We've got Mark Justice Ryder on the Facebook, on the Facebook, on the Facebook. He's on, on there, the Facebook. He's on there four times. Thank you. <laughs> he's got two books out now. Check them out. You can you can access them through his Facebook page, Mark Justice Ryder. Did I say that once before? Yeah. You can All say right. it twice. Okay. All right. We Freaks is a absolutely marvelous comic strip done by John Boise, a.k.a. Boing.com. That was the most nasal bong I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, just hold on. Wait till flu <laughs> season comes along. <laughs> All right. Somebody get the mop out. Here we go. Again. I'm getting ready to avoid something. Psycho Cinema is on Facebook. Psycho Cinema is probably the best place to go if you have nothing else to do. So, so if, you're, if you're from New England, how would you do that? How would you do Bwong? Uh, Bwong. Wouldn't that be more of a five? <laughs> um, uh, I don't have time to make it long. <laughs> I am uh, no time for a long I'm pretty dog. excited about this. Uh, bong. <laughs> Quiet, you. Move on. I thought Burgess Meredith got the penguin line. <laughs> Can I get my chowder now? <laughs> I need my chopper down by the harbor in my car. <laughs> It was called uh, on the cob. Hey, it was pretty. Yeah, whatever. It was a wow. cobbler. <laughs> it was a carvette. <laughs> Tom Brady sucks. I'm just going to say it right here. <laughs> Sorry, New England. <laughs> Sorry, little man's hot as Sonia, Lewis. There's Stephen King. No more 
all maple syrup for you. <laughs> Thank you, John. I have it right from the sauce. <laughs> and not with a hammer. No more brown sugar. <laughs> I, got me some sweet I got me some sweet maple lover to look forward to tonight. Look, look, Alpha, what's that man doing to that tree over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure hope so. That episode's called Plukin' the Maple.